All right. Good morning, everybody. I'd, uh, I'd like to welcome everyone who is watching or following along. Uh, I am Will Driscoll, the executive director of the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. And again, although sports are on an indefinite hiatus, there are still plenty of interesting stories and figures out there uh, and people to talk to. I think that's the biggest thing that we're doing right now is we're finding people to talk to to kind of keep the love of sports alive. Uh, and so while so many things are on this COVID-19 break, uh, we're lucky that we're able to create content such as this. Now, you can see there's a bit of a different backdrop this week from previous weeks. We had some storms roll through yesterday. There were some power outages, some internet problems. So I'm actually not in the office. I'm actually in my dining room right now, which has also turned into a news set. My wife works in local news. So there's, there's all sorts of things happening in the Driscoll household. But today, we're thrilled to be joined by the vice president and chief operating officer of the Richmond Flying Squirrels, uh, Todd Parney. Of course, many of you up in that area probably know him as just Parney. I think they don't even know your first name. Uh, but the Flying Squirrels are the AA affiliate for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, and Parney is actually a three-time winner of the Eastern League's Executive of the Year, uh, including just last season in 2019. So Parney, thanks for taking the time out to join us today. Good morning. My pleasure to be with you. appreciate and hope everybody's doing well and staying as safe and positive as we can in these surreal and unimaginative times. Positivity is key right now, that's for <laughs> sure. And if you need some positivity, be sure to follow Parney on Twitter at Tweet Parney, and you can also follow the Flying Squirrels at Go Squirrels. Of course, this is on Facebook Live, so if you have any questions, feel free to ask us. You can also email me, and I'll try to get those questions on uh, with Parney. Now, this Thursday was supposed to be opening day uh, for you guys at the Diamond. Um, what does opening day mean to you from a baseball standpoint? You've been in baseball many, many years. When you hear the words opening day, what does it mean to you? Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas morning. Um, it's a very special day. Like It's an emotional day for all of us, uh, especially in Richmond. Um, you know, Richmond has been such a special place to us, and we've sold out every home opener, uh, and it's just been real, real special. We usually bring in a celebrity first pitch participant. Uh, and and you know, it's just a special day. So it means the world to us. Not having it go on uh, this this April is, um, it hurts. But we decided as a staff that we're going to choose positivity during these times. And um, we came up with an idea to, to, to hopefully do some good in our our uh, donations are blowing off the hook here this morning. So we're really excited about what we're going to do on Thursday. And, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. But to answer your question, opening day in the Parnell household is absolutely positively uh, a holiday. And it's one of the top three or four or five days in a year. And, uh, and we're going to miss it, but hopefully we're still going to have it this year. And, and whether it's opening day on April 16th or opening day on June or whatever, or opening day on July the 1st, whatever it might be, opening day at the Diamond in Richmond is still going to be a special activity. Well, I think opening day really kind of has that special feel. One, it's baseball. It's a long season. You have the, uh, you, the season goes into the fall and then spring training comes around February. Uh, but baseball is such a familial sport that you have to be introduced to it by somebody, whether it's a, a parent brother or sister you know a sibling a grandparent somebody introduces you to the game so there's always kind of that shared feeling or emotion when opening day rolls around in all of your years in baseball uh is there one memory 
that sticks out. And you've been not just here in Richmond, but up in Altoona, which I spent some time in the Johnstown area. So I remember the BCB very well. There you um, go. Altoona, Myrtle Beach, Kannapolis, you've been everywhere. Is there one memory that sticks out? Um, well, there's some personal memories and there's some professional memories. I mean, we're really, really proud of the 10 consecutive sellouts and this would have been our 11th. And we were, I mean, we were motoring. I mean, that's one of the things, uh, just when you think you're awesome, uh, <laughs> something like this happens, you know, and, and, uh, uh, God surely knows how to keep us humble. Um, but I think for me personally, uh, in 2016, Jerome Bettis came and threw out the first pitch at the diamond. He has no connection to Richmond, no connection to the Squirrels, uh, other than my 20-year friendship with him. And, uh, he and I and his business manager, uh, Jamal Dokes, were playing golf on New Year's Day in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we went out to dinner that night. We were sitting at the, at the bar eating. And he just turned to me and said, when's opening day in Richmond? And I told him, and then he looked at Jamal and said, check the schedule. And Jamal put on his phone and then he looked at me and goes, we'll be there. And I looked at him and I said, did I invite you? <laughs> uh, but it was real special for me because that was just a personal favor that he wanted to do. And there's so many Steeler fans all across the world yeah. uh, and, and people really got into it. So that's one. Um, one year in, in Altoona, uh, I was going to bring in, and Jerome was here that night too in, in Altoona because he was one of our owners, but I was going to parachute the first pitch in, uh, and, and, uh, and I was going to do a tandem, tandem thing, uh, and that was uh, when I had my first weight gain, so I literally missed, uh, missed doing it because I had gained too much weight. Uh, and the front lines of the front page of the Altoona Mirror Sports section said, too many cheeseburgers, grounds Parney. <laughs> uh, so th those are two things that come off the top of my head. But it's, it's you know, the, the, the excitement in the locker room for the players. It's, it's the autographs uh, that the players sign for the kids. It's, you know, the smiles on everybody's faces, whether it's a worker, a fan, a media member. I mean, this... Uh, Opening night affects everybody, just like COVID-19 affects everybody. Opening night affects everybody. Uh, and I'm sure there's many more memories to come. Um, uh, there's a couple of uh, snow days in Altoona on opening day that I remember uh, that, that were that were quite interesting. I think I covered one of those, truthfully. I was working for the Fox 8 affiliate up there out of Johnstown. Yeah, yeah. I think I, cover, I, think I covered one of the uh, the snow days. Well, what was the guy, the guy that, the, 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 um, Oh, I'll come up. I'll, next time I see you, there was a, the guy that ran that station. His name's on the tip of my tongue. Jim Pastor. Jim Penna. Right? Jim Penna was our news director. Okay. okay. Well, that, that, we'll we'll talk about that when it's just me and you. We won't bore everybody on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but but uh, but yeah, there was a snowstorm one year. Uh, our player JJ Davis was our right fielder. He was doing snow angels in right field. So one of these days. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to end up writing a book uh, about my life in minor league baseball called Blood, Sweat, and Beers, My Life in Minor League Baseball. Uh, and those will be some of the stories that will be in the book. Minor league baseball really is a beast unto itself. Uh, but as far as Richmond's concerns, you know, one thing that I learned this week was obviously the city and the, the, the baseball franchise, whether it was the Braves prior or the squirrels since, uh, Flying Squirrels since uh, 2010, 
there's always been this connection, but this Friday is actually the 35th anniversary of the first game at the Diamond. Kind of talk about the connection between just baseball and the city of Richmond. Wonderful. Uh, when the Braves left, there were a lot of teams that wanted to move to Richmond, and we were uh, Blue DeBella uh, was chosen by East League President Joe McCather and minor league baseball CEO Pat O'Connor, and uh, Chuck Domino was brought into the mix, the guy who hired me back in Reading in 1989, and um, you know I was fortunate to be involved. And um, it's just a great, it's a great city. Period. Uh, love, love Richmond. And, and as far as the history goes, you know, in our office, we have pictures of Mickey Mantle playing an exhibition game. Uh, I mean, you can, you can feel it uh, in the diamond and, and the, the names that have gone through Richmond through the years, uh, you know, with the Braves, you know, uh, there was a Sports Illustrated picture of Chipper Jones laying on a couch in the, in the diamond when he played here as a 19 year old. So, so much history and, and, and so many memories. You know, you mentioned, Will, that um, people are drawn to baseball by somebody. They're connected to baseball by somebody. And I, if I had a dollar for every time somebody says, my daddy used to take me to games at Parker Field here in Richmond, or my daddy used to take me to Virginia, Richmond Virginians play uh, here in Richmond, or, or, you know, my grandpa took me to this. Uh, so many family memories have been made in Richmond, and, that, and that's why I think baseball in Richmond means so much to people, because it brings those memories. We make memories, but we also bring memories back to people, and I think that that's something that's really important. Uh, but I couldn't be happier uh, than, than being in Richmond. Uh, I think we made a real difference in Richmond. Uh, one of our goals when we got here was not to just be a baseball team, but to be a real thriving year-round entity in Richmond and what we're going to do on Thursday is another good example uh, of us not not necessarily wanting to be a baseball team, but us wanting to be uh, uh, to, to be a, a, an integral fabric of the community. And I think that's what we've become through the years. And we're going to touch on that in just a minute, but I want to kind of continue on that line with the, the, the connection between the city. Um, you know, it, going from AAA to AA, the, the headline says you're demoted. But yet you guys have been pumping through attendance, leading the league in average attendance, total attendance year after year after year. You know, how are you keeping the fans engaged during this period of uncertainty? I mean, you mentioned it's just surreal. You know, we don't know what the end date is, what the start date is. So how are you keeping people engaged? Well, uh, our whole staff has been phenomenal. And, you know, I, I, um, I love these people with all my heart. Uh, they're our family away from our family. Uh, and I mean that it's emotional. I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, but Caroline Phipps is our social media director. And, 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 uh, when we, when we saw this coming and when I mean, we saw this coming, it was when the NBA suspended operations, I think for all of us in sports, well, that was the moment. That was it. <laughs> that was the moment. Yeah. Uh, that was when Kennedy got shot. That's mm -hmm. when, you know, that was when the man went on the moon, like, when I think back to COVID-19, I'm going to think about when I was upstairs. I had just gotten home from work. It was March the 11th or whatever it was. And we were rolling, man. We were, I mean, tickets were flying out of the diamond. And I, I got home uh, and I was starting to get concerned because Ed McLaughlin, the VCU athletic director, is one of my best friends. Sean Stifford, a VCU baseball coach, is one of my best friends. Mike Rhodes, VCU, a great friend. Chris Mooney at Richmond, a great friend. All these Guys were in the media 
because stuff was starting to happen. We're going to have uh, the rest of the spring season. I think the Ivy League canceled their spring season. There, there were things that were starting to happen. Then I went upstairs and I flipped on the TV and it was it was on the NBA network for some reason. And the first thing I saw was 931. You can look you can look up the timing of this. I think I'm right. It was 931 Eastern. And the host, who I didn't even recognize who it was, was reading a statement saying how the NBA was suspending operations. And I started crying. And Tanya said, why are you crying? And I said, because the sports world is going to change on a dime tomorrow. And then that's when it all happened. And it's just like the minor league baseball world stopped. I mean, stopped. Uh, and we've had to adjust. And one of the things that Lou DiBella said to us uh, on a conference call two days after that was, we're great community connectors. We have to figure out ways to connect to the community during what's going to be a real different time. And that was an understatement, by the way. And so Caroline Phipps, Anthony Opperman, Nick Elder, we call them creative corner. They're the, the people that know how to do all these fancy things with buttons and stuff. <laughs> um, and, and Bailey Johnson, our community relations person, they all got together and they developed a campaign that was primarily social media, but not exclusively. Uh, that has really affected the community. Um, things like Nazi going out and being visible but not touchable to kids when they pick up their school lunches in the inner city. Mm -hmm. uh, anything we can do, Nazi going to senior homes and waving to the seniors through the windows, uh, anything that we can do to bring a smile to people's faces because that's what we are. We're a community light uh, during a real, real dark time. You know, you mentioned the NBA. We actually talked with uh, last week on, on one of these uh, interviews, we talked with Bob Rathbun, who's the voice of the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, wow. and, and he mentioned he's one of our inductees. And, and he mentioned that that was just such a, a dark day, like you said, because you mentioned it's going to stop on a dime. And it did. This wasn't a gradual stop. This was mm -hmm. everything. And that's not, not just sports but that sports is the world that we live in. So that's the world that we connect to. Mm -hmm. That's where our emotional connections are. And so it's been a very strange transition and hopefully one that we can get out of um, here in the near future. But, you know, the main reason why I wanted to bring you on today was you're doing something really cool at the diamond. Uh, as, as we mentioned, Thursday is supposed to be opening day, was supposed to be opening day. Uh, but you have a, a nice little initiative that you're doing to kind of raise money and, and bring awareness to a lot of the COVID-19 relief efforts going on in Richmond. So rather than me telling people about it, why don't you tell people about the 500 Bases of Love? Uh, well, one of the things that our wonderful staff brainstormed um, was, was for opening day, April 16th. Uh, and I forget what the trigger moment was, but, but long story short, uh, one of the things, and we all deal with this differently, right? Well, like, like we've never, I've never been through a pandemic. You've never been through a pandemic. First my, time. My 85 year old aunt Shirley in North Carolina has never been through a pandemic. I mean, it's, it's nuts. So we all have to deal with different, in different ways. One of the things that I've done is uh, I always exercise is always the thing on my things to do list during my crazy work day at the squirrels that gets tossed aside a lot. So I've missed one day of working out since the pandemic started on March the 11th or whatever it was. So I was thinking, how can we combine something that I'm passionate about with opening day? And then I thought, okay, well, my buddy, Greg Coleman, who's the president of the Erie Seawolves, when he worked for the Trenton Thunder, 
he raised money by running around the bases 500 times because his son was diagnosed with autism and he wanted to raise money for autism. I did the math on that, non-starter for me at 54 years old and in a medium fat size body, I wasn't interested in 500 times. But I also did the math, first base, second base, third base, home, 125 times four is 500. Dennis Pickmeyer is a great friend of ours from Richmond Raceway. 500 had a nice, uh, 500 had a nice ring to it, and uh, you know we talk about love a lot, and, and uh, so we just connected the 500 bases of love, uh, and we wanted to to do something that would make the fans feel like they were connected to us on what is normally a very special day. And by the way, I think this day is still going to be special. Um, and so we developed a way through our GiveSmart platform where people could donate $25 and be a base sponsor virtually. Uh, so when I touch the base, I'll, I'll mention the name of the sponsor, Hannah DeFrank, who runs our Flying Squirrels Charities. will have a whole list of people that I need to thank. It's basically going to be like a three-hour walking Parney telethon uh, with me walking around the bases and, and being hooked up with a microphone on my headset and just talking. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be great viewing, Will, but, but uh, you know, it'll, it'll be something. Uh, but we want to give thanks to people and the, and, the, and the donations have been flowing in. And in these tough times, we wanted to make it affordable so that people could say, I participated. That's the main goal is for people to say, I participated, I connected to the Flying Squirrels on opening day. So $25 for a base. And if somebody wants to sponsor an entire lap, uh, that's a hundred dollars. So we're going to do some things with the scoreboard. It's going to be on uh, the Flying Squirrels YouTube channel, so people can see. This is really important. People can see the diamond on opening day. Really, really important um, that that people know about that. Uh, what, is the, gonna, what is the YouTube channel called? Is it just Flying Squirrels? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me <laughs> just something I didn't know. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but it's on our go website. To the website. I guess. Yeah, right? go to our website. That's my answer to everything. Go to our website, squirrels squirrelsbaseball.com. Uh, but then we're going to take the money from Flying Squirrels Charities, and we're going to donate that and more uh, to different COVID nineteen fighting organizations. Some of the organizations, and then some will just be. Uh, buying food and taking it to hospitals, buying food and taking it to first responders. So there'll be there'll be an organizational component, and then just a good old fashioned, down to earth, grassroots thank you program, um, and uh, that, that we'll be doing as a result of this. But I think sports uh, is what you do for a living. It's what I do for a living, and sports can really be a healing component during times of trouble. Remember back. To, to uh, 9-11, I mean, how, how big sports was bringing the, the, the country back together. And, um, you know, that's the whole weird thing about this is we're not actually allowed to be together. So I think that this particular program that we've worked on uh, is going to work quite nicely uh, in, in, in virtually bringing hopefully thousands of people together at 6.35 in the morning. My daughter said, Dad, why 6.35 in the morning? They're 22 and 25. Not exactly people that like to be up at 6.30 in the I morning. I got a six-year-old, so I'll probably be up to watch now, it. I was going to say, unless they're still out from the night before, especially <laughs> the one that lives in Myrtle Beach. you know. Uh, but, um, but, but the reason we started at 6.35 in the morning is because 6.35 p.m. was supposed to be the game. Uh, and we wanted to do something in the morning where people could get up early and start the day 
with the flying squirrels. One of the special things for me personally about opening day is all the local media TV stations come out and they, they use their four o'clock, 4.30 a.m. Uh, I don't know if you ever worked those hours when you're in TV, uh, but the 4.30, the 7 a.m. show, they all come out and, and it's just like media row uh, mm-hmm. on opening day here in Richmond. We wanted to give them something uh, to do that. Uh, we wanted to give them something uh, that, that the media could cover that would bring positivity and shine a light. I'll have my crazy pants. Nutsy will be there. Uh, it won't be it won't be like a game, but it'll be like a game. You know, it, it's the positivity, and that's kind of been, we've already mentioned that term multiple times. But you know, watching the local news here, Richmond, wherever you are in Virginia they're going to talk about the coronavirus, but it's finding those, those stories that kind of take your mind off of it for a bit. And now your mind's going to be taken off of it quite a bit. I know the stats, but tell people how long 500 bases is. Like, what's that <laughs> distance? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's about 8.3 miles-ish. Uh, I've been training at 8.5, uh, but I'm going to have- how many, how many training days so far? Uh, not a ton. I mean, I, I, we, we announced this last Thursday. I knew we were going to do it last Tuesday. Uh, so I went, I went on the front end of it a little bit harder and I'm using the philosophy like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't know any marathoners, but uh, I'll work out pretty hard today. And then uh, tomorrow I'll take it a little bit easier. Uh, and uh, I don't eat carbs anymore but I'll probably carb up just because I heard that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, <laughs> you need that on, energy. On Wednesday night. And then, you know, we'll be at the ballpark. And by we, I mean a very small group of people, but we'll be at the ballpark setting everything up at 4 a.m. So, so that's, it's kind of for us too, uh, because I want opening day for us to be as normal as possible. And for me, uh, there were days in my career, Will, where I never left the ballpark from the day before mm-hmm. uh, when, when we were in Altoona, for example, I had a, I had a run of like seven consecutive years where I just worked right through the night and, and I loved it. Uh, it was a real like adrenaline rush for me. And, you know, you go to the sheets, the, in Altoona, the, sheets. Sheets, <laughs> the sheets, the sheets there on uh, plank road. You've probably been there many a time. Super sheets. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I would go there and people would go, oh, you're getting to work so early. And I'd be like, oh, I haven't even left yet. You kidding me? It's opening day. But I'm just spreading the love of opening day. Uh, it's always been important to me in my career. And, and um, you know, we'll, we'll still be doing that. And I just think that we all have to hope and pray that this thing gets through. And everybody continues to say, there's as many people as can continue to stay as safe as possible. Well, because it's a very real thing. People are sick, people are dying, and, and that's horrifically sad. And uh, you know, we, we, I think we are affecting it. I, and I think uh, by us you know, staying inside and, and doing what the experts tell us to do, that's, that's making an impact. But from a baseball standpoint, from the community organization standpoint, uh, if we can make some people smile, if I could say some things that are halfway funny, uh, on Thursday and people are watching on our YouTube channel uh, or if we can have a few stories that we tell that are meaningful and we will uh, particularly one story about our general manager Ben Rothrock who is uh, over he's basically a miracle um, some of the things he's overcome in, in, the, in 2020 so far so uh, there'll be some seriousness of it now, nobody knows this you're the first person I'm saying I'm saying this to there'll be a tribute 
to uh, Virginia Tech on the 32nd lap uh, because that is also the day of the horrific uh, shooting at Virginia Tech on April the 16th. Uh, you know, there'll, there'll be some other tributes that are personal to me as well uh, that we'll be making throughout. So um, we have a lot of work to do, but it's, it's literally going to be like a little show. That's great. And that's, I, one, you're doing it for coronavirus relief and the relief efforts going on up in Richmond, but hearing how you're going to, you know, do a tribute to tech and you're going to shout out all of the people who have supported, um, one, how can people support? You may have already mentioned it, but I want to make sure they get that again. And two, is there any level of support that gets you to bust out a home run trot on one of those trips around the bases? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, not early, (laughs) maybe later (laughs) on. But I see the light at the end of the tunnel. So if you're texting, people can text bases of love, bases of love. They can text that to 76278. So text bases of love to 76278. Or they can go to basesoflove.givesmart.com. That's bases of love dot give smart dot com uh, $25 to uh, virtually sponsor a base $100 a lot but honestly you can give anything uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll appreciatively take it also I want to mention Will uh, because your, your, your viewers are uh, either in the sports industry or sports fans later on that day from 2 to 6 from 2 to 6 our friend Wes McElroy from 9-10am the fan is going to be doing a four-hour squirrels telethon, um, and he's calling it "Bringing It Home," bringing it home. Uh, and he's got some different programs set up during that four hours, and I'll be on with him the entire four hours. And we have a guest list that I'm that I'm going to say is is pretty daggone good. Uh, throughout a lot of a lot of huge Virginia sports personalities. Can't say Virginia sports personality without saying Elliot Sadler, right? Yeah, uh, he is a personality, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a great friend of ours. He's my brother from a different mother, uh, and then we have some national celebrities that are going to be on uh, with us uh, from two to six. People like Will the Thrill Clark, uh, future Hall of Famer Bruce Bochy uh, is going to be on the show. ESPN's Carl Ravitch. Uh, talking to him about opening nights and what it's been like for him to call them on on ESPN. And, and Ravi and I go back almost 30 years of friendship. And uh, when he was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, actually, uh, as a weekend sports anchor at WHCM Channel 27. And, uh, and, and that friendship's just continued through the years. I'm going to talk to him a little bit uh, about, about, uh, about that and and it's, you know, local celebrities, Luke the Dollar, our owner, and the Boxing Hall of Fame, uh, Boxing Hall of Fame inductee will be on there. So it'll be a good show from 2 to 6 on Thursday at 9, 10 a.m., the fan here in Richmond. You, you obviously have a very busy day planned for Thursday then, which would have been opening day for the uh, Richmond Flying Squirrels. Uh, we'll put all of this information out so everybody knows exactly how they can support, how they can watch. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing. We do want to get you out of here. We, we do have one baseball question that came in. Uh, it's from Mark here in Chesapeake, and it's regarding a local player from Chesapeake and JMU, Kyle McPherson. Uh, Mark wants to know, does Kyle have a good shot of making the jump to double-A and the Squirrels middle infield in 2020, assuming they play, assuming they're playing games? 
So uh, I, I, I try to follow that stuff closely um, because uh, I consider myself a Virginian now. <laughs> Uh, and, and uh, you know, we've been here 11 years and, and even on vacation, we go uh, to Sandbridge Beach and uh, we're looking to buy a home actually in Sandbridge, uh, hopefully at some point when uh, things slow down. Uh, I know the name, uh, here's the problem and this is why I can't answer the question. Right when COVID hit, uh, our players were just starting to get separated into teams in spring mm -hmm. training. So like, they hadn't played any games yet. And a lot of the AAA guys were still at the big leagues. But I am familiar with that name. Uh, obviously, we've had uh, some, some uh, JMU players come through and play against us at the Diamond uh, in the past. Uh, and, and we enjoy it when uh, the, the, the local guys come and play against us. We also enjoy it when we have the rare treat to have a local guy play on our team, like Matt Wynn. Uh, went to, to Tucker High School here in Richmond and then went to BMI as a intercollegiate baseball player. Connor Overton went to, uh, I think, Douglas Freeman High School here in Richmond mm -hmm. and Old Dominion. And uh, we had both of those guys uh, on our roster for the last two years, uh, I think. Uh, and Matt is still working out. At, he's back home now from spring training and working out at the Diamond uh, when he – when he can doing long talks with a couple of guys. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully Kyle will be with us. Uh, if he's not going to be here this year, we'll, we'll, we'll be following him. Uh, it's going to be really different to see how it all flows. Right. Because uh, guys that are guys that would normally have spring training to, to make a roster aren't probably going to have that time mm -hmm. to make a roster. So uh, and a lot of it's going to be, how big the rosters are going to be and, and all that kind of stuff. So there, there's, um, like I tell everybody every day, there's a whole lot more questions than there are answers right now. I mean, a whole lot. Tons of them. You know, and, and, and just got to keep, we just got to keep going through it. Don't want to hold you up too long, but yeah, you're right. I mean, when this hit in spring training, you know, it, if you're a big league manager, you pretty much know all the slots, save for one or two, you know the guys that are going to be on your team. You're a double-A manager. You really probably don't know 80% of the team that you're going to have on opening day. So these guys, it's still very fluid. And those are the guys that you really kind of feel for because this is their livelihood. You know, they're, they're trying to get to that point where they can really make a living off of it. But, you know, these are 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old kids, and they don't know exactly when that next check is coming in. So, so for their sake, we really do hope that this gets, uh, gets better sooner. Well, that's a great point too, because if you if you have friends that you know that are in the minor leagues that live in your area, if you're viewing this, um, people talk a whole lot about how much money the major leaguers make, but they don't talk about how little the minor leaguers make. Mm -hmm. And so, if you know some of those guys, please help them out during this time uh, as they're trying to figure out. I think Major League Baseball is paying them uh, through the end of May. I think the spring training stipend, mm -hmm. uh, and and then uh, you know hopefully we'll be able to to get going. It's funny, I keep looking to my right, my phone's over here, and our manager, Jose Algasil, just, just texted me right when you mentioned the double-A manager has no idea who's going to be on his team. It popped up. Uh, Augie was uh, texting me to check in on me and see how we're doing. There's a lot There's a lot of that that goes on in our world, in the baseball world. People having each other's back and checking on each other, making sure people are doing okay. So that, that's, uh, that's a real company. Oh, did we lose him? 
Okay, good. Okay, good. Sorry, you froze just a second there. Well, uh, real quick, again, 500 bases of love, Thursday morning, April 16th, 6.35am. You can go to the YouTube channel. Again, go to the website uh, to find the YouTube channel. Uh, Parney will be walking 500 bases that day, raising money for COVID-19 relief efforts in Richmond. Then later that day, 9.10 a.m. with 9.10 a.m. radio uh, with West McElroy, you'll do kind of a, 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 a telethon to continue raising that money. And there'll be a lot of special guests. Uh, it should be a really great day. And we're happy that, you know, you're able to do something on opening day uh, here in Virginia. So, Parney, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. And hopefully the next time we talk, it's about games actually being played. Let's do it, and I appreciate everything that you're doing there. I have a lot of friends that are in your Hall of Fame. Rob Ucrop uh, is oh, one yeah. of them, and he just texted me as well. Uh, Mike Cubbage. Uh, he's going. He's supposed to go in next week, but now it, we have to. We don't know exactly when that's going to be. Well, Mike Mike Cubbage is a very, 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 very dear friend of mine. So uh, we we really respect what you guys are doing there. It's very important to. Um, to have the legacy of the great athletes that, that have been uh, in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. So thank you for everything you're doing. And we hope to see everybody out at the Diamond here soon. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Joe Gregory from the Norfolk Tides is, that's right down the street, pretty close to where you're at too. So uh, thank you for having me today. I look forward to seeing you again real soon and have fun, go nuts. All right. Thank you, Parney. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at Tweet Parney and you can follow the squirrels at Go Squirrels. Again, I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in. We had a good uh, turnout today. As always, thanks to our partners, Priority Automotive, City of Virginia Beach, Optima Health, and ESPN Radio 94.1. You'll be able to find this video in the video section of our Facebook page. Be sure to follow the Hall of Fame on all of our platforms at VA Sports HOF. Uh, once again, I'm Will Driscoll with the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame, hoping everybody stays safe, stays healthy, and uh, enjoy opening day on Thursday, April 16th the best way you can. Thanks, everybody.